This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. The following episode contains spoilers for the first half of L'Odyssey. L'Odyssey? The Odyssey. Contains no spoilers for the second half. We didn't see it. Why? Uh, because we are. That's right, we are the Walkout Boys, or en français? Le bo- l'enfance qui... Children's. L'enfance is children. Yeah, right? boys. Well, male boys. Les o- le bo- le- oh, my mum's going to be so mad. <laughs> That's all right, she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome along, this is the podcast where myself, Joseph Moore, and... Myself, Nick Sampson. Don't you dare say my s- name for I'm me. I'm sorry. Go to see a... Feature length film, but don't stay for the whole feature length. We stay for half of it, walk out halfway. Yeah. Do me. <laughs> no more. <laughs> and try and guess what happens in the second half this week. As you might have guessed, we went to see a French film. Or a France. En Francais. En Francais. Au cinéma d'en Francais. Francaisish. It's because German all for the French. big stupid blockbusters are not out at the moment. <laughs> so we went to see a, uh, a well-crafted art house film. I was, it was kind of, it was quite a... I reckon in France that was a mainstream movie, right? Like it's it's art house to us because it's in French. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I. But it seemed is. pretty slick and, and and accessible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it was a. It's called L'Odyssey, mm. L'Odyssey or the Odyssey. Uh, I don't know how new it was. I'd, I'd never read about it or anything like that until looking at the movie timetables this morning. Yeah, this should make for great listening for you at home. <laughs> If you've never heard of it. So it's a movie about Jacques Cousteau, the uh, oceanographer, mm. filmmaker, father, husband, friend, question mark. Uh, and yeah, takes place in the sea. Mm-hmm. Where all the great stories happen. And on the sea. And near the sea. They never Do they ever stray too far from near the sea? You can always see the sea in every shot, I think. That's, that was the filmmaker whose name is... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we don't know him, we can't hurt him. Uh, yeah, so... Um, or her. Or her? Pardon. <laughs> this this film was... Uh, w- I guess we'll, we'll kind of... We'll talk about it at length. At some length. And then talk about the second half. At more length. But first, Deal. Nick. Nick <laughs> first, Nick. Uh, you told me, just before we started recording, that you have... Some huge updates. I oh. did not. <laughs> you say said huge. You said Joseph. Uh, you are boy, setting oh boy, me up. Do I have news? You, you bastard. And I said, would you like to tell me? And you were like, you wait. I, I need to get I your reaction live like on I tape. I did not. I, it's alive in Cromwell. So Nick, you've got news about beloved character director James Cromwell. That's right. If you're new to the podcast. We forgot that the actor James Cromwell, who played the uh, farmer and babe, was alive and who he was. And so every episode we try and educate ourselves and you, dear friends, on the great actor that is James Cromwell. And uh, we check in to see if he's alive and Cromwell. And, and first first things first. Okay. Well, this is well, this is part of it, is that I actually I don't know because... <laughs> this is huge news. This is huge news. If we're breaking that, his that death no right news. now... No, it's... Well... I don't. It's not. It's too soon to say if he's dead or not. But he hasn't. He's a prolific tweeter, and he has not tweeted in five days. No. The last thing he 
tweeted was that a, a fan called Deb said, "Hi Jamie." So this is why this was my thing. Is his name Jamie? Oh, Nick, do you, do you have an answer to this? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, when we were emailed by his um, publicist's friend, yeah, she said to me, "I'm friends with Jamie Cromwell's manager." <gasps> no, so Jamie. She. So if if he's known so widely that even his uh, his assistant's friends who've never met him are calling him Jamie. So shall we just start calling? Are we friends? Are we close enough with him to call him Jamie? Well, Nick, how many DMs have you got from him? <laughs> Several. <laughs> so, All right. so uh, Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Jamie Cromwell. This Jamie, is huge. This uh, well, is, she so, said, well, Deb knows. Yeah, she said, hi, Jamie. I help out uh, with the social media. I found this form to verify a Twitter account. As we all know, James Cromwell is criminally unverified on Twitter. And he said, yes, I filled it out and was rejected on my birthday. I can try again in 30 days, which is now wish me luck. And that was five days ago. And he's not tweeted since. So what? Well, what do you think has happened in, the, in that period of time? He is either dead, dead. <laughs> or uh, wallowing in yet another Twitter rejection. God, I... Re- dare it be the latter? I hope he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> because I do not want to have to see him be rejected yet again from being verified. What do what what they think is wrong with his account? I don't know. I can only think it's because he's been arrested so many times and he's such a an advocate for animal rights that Twitter like just can't have They're a... worried he's coming for their bird logo. Yeah. They're that's, worried that's he's the next... <laughs> he is the the mistreatment of that bird by being stuck in all our phones. James thinks the birds are stuck you, in our phones. Do you want to hear another piece of Joe's Crowell news? <laughs> sure. What? Okay. <laughs> On July 3rd, 2001, he was arrested. This is not news, but he was arrested for trespassing during an animal rights des- demonstration in Virginia targeting the Wendy's fast food chain. He and four other PETA protesters refused to leave after urging patrons to boycott the restaurant. He uh, was ordered he's ordered to stay out of all Wendy's restaurants in Virginia unless he intends to eat there. <laughs> You will never see James Cromwell in a West in a Virginia Wendy's unless <laughs> unless he's eating. What What do they have on them? He's a vegan. What's he getting? He have chips. Chip, oh yeah, I suppose. No, probably not. They're very cooked in animal fat. Yeah. Uh, no, not a Wendy's. Okay. <laughs> so what are you complaining about, Jamie? Yeah, get in there, Jamie. Order some chips. They're fine. Okay, please. If anyone has seen Jamie Cromwell, uh, let us know because we're very worried about. Run him. out on the street yelling, Jamie. Yeah, don't. And this, this is where I think people are going wrong. People are yelling. Check Jamie. your garages. <laughs> Check your sheds. He might have wandered in and got locked in to, trying to save a cat or something. Oh God, he's al- he's always found where you find a cat. You could be stuck but in the don't walls. Don't call of James. House. Remember to call Jamie. Yeah, he does not answer to James. Okay. <laughs> What's the movie called? <laughs> La Odyssey. La Odyssey. La Odyssey um, is a beautifully shot mm. period Mwah. Mwah. biopic or biopic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it begins in the 40s. In France! <laughs> there were lots of French people, but it certainly looked like nice weather, and I don't know what the weather's like in France. I think the weather in France is sometimes nice. <laughs> and sometimes bad. <laughs> Depends on the time of year. Yeah. Good, good thought. Okay. So it was either in France in summer or somewhere else at a different time. Did you have a specific place that you thought it might be if the weather was nice? <sighs> well, they were all going swimming. Yeah. 
So uh, a bit. They have a beach in front. They do have a. Beach. They have a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on the coast. All right. I'm thinking Hawaii. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at an exclusively French resort, with no. In the forties. Um, in the forties. Yeah, that could have been it. Well, because in the forties, everyone was a dick, right, and just went and took over places that. I can imagine there being many island nations in the forties, where all the native people were hidden away while the French people hung out. Especially while they're making a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, but let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say it begins in France. And uh, Jacques Cousteau is. I think you should always begin a film in the country where you're from. Yes. That way, just just to orient like international yeah. viewers. Yeah, and then you can do one of those map uh, visualizers to show where you go. Yeah. Do you know what didn't movie didn't do that? The Great Wall. The Great Wall. Very yeah. confusing because I thought we were in America the whole time. <laughs> or Ireland? Wait, what accent was he doing? Mixture. Okay. Um, I thought we were on a boat halfway through between America and Ireland, <laughs> which was very confusing. <laughs> However, in this movie, we are on a boat for a halfway of- between France, France and. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Always. Good. Always halfway between Good. France and Hawaii, which so would sh- be <laughs> land in the middle of the United States, I imagine. Yeah, great geography. Thank you. I'm a, an explorer in my mind. So Jacques Cousteau loves the sea so much that he thinks we should be filming it more. What? You're crazy. Yeah. Isn't filming it with your eyes enough? No. Apparently not. He no. invents. Invents? This is before we'd had enough of people f- taking pictures of things. This is, you know, like, this was pre, like just be in the moment this was like we hate the moment we're sick of the moment let's get out of the moment and film this so we can look at it later at home because you know like in this day and age there's all these uh terrible youtube videos which is like live more in the moment it's like beat poetry you say terrible i think they're amazing okay um do you reckon there was beat poetry then about how we needed to film more things uh, yes absolutely <laughs> For, have you ever looked at the sky and said why can't i look at this again tomorrow Look down from the clouds and over at the screen. That's where the things that are beautiful to be seen. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so good. You're welcome. Um, yeah, well, the movie, of course, takes place. Those don't appear. Those poems don't appear in this film. Yeah, they do in French. Oh, re- oh, I missed them. Yeah. The movie's subtitled. We didn't know what they were saying. We yeah. just couldn't hear. What? Yeah, what? we could read what they were saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Jacques Cousteau, he's filming. he's out there filming the sea. Inventing Instagram in a way, mm. but and he also invents the scuba, the scuba, the aqualung. Yeah, uh, yes, he invents the aqualung. Him or his friends? Mm, who cares? He, te- he, te- <laughs> <laughs> he tells them to, and uh, he he's hangs. He's in the military. He's in the navy, and but he, he yearns for more. Him and his wife Audrey Tatu, yeah, uh, yearn to not be in the military and to take their two sons off uh, onto a boat. And he has a friend in the military who has. A stutter, and tries to make what is, I think, known in the industry as a king's speech. Yeah, it's definitely too often. People with bad stutters are called upon to make big speeches. I know. And the movie at this point, this is like the first five minutes of the movie. His friend tries to make a speech and king's stutters, speech. and a king's speech. He tries to make a king's speech, and is uh, tickled mercilessly by the French crowd <laughs> ruthless ruthless like, I know French I know fan. the people of France are culture vultures and the idea of someone who can't make an eloquent speech but also they're, they're like r- r- like just destroying this filmmaker who's like his language is cinema they've filmed, they they made this beautiful film about their their aqualungs 
And then they're like, oh, can't you speak right? <laughs> yeah, and like they're like, he's drowning up there. It's Yeah, he gets like six water-based roasts <laughs> in a row. And um, he looks deeply hurt, but Jacques Cousteau manages to step up and deliver the speech for him. Mm. Which is not the king's speech, how the king's speech goes. No. Would have been a much shorter film. Yes. If someone did someone's the king's like, I'll be the king. <laughs> anyway. He does become the king. He becomes the king of the boat. Yeah. We, By the way, we never meet the stutter character again in the first half. No. And it was, it was unfair. It was like, it was like that actor was meant to play Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> And, and got had a stutter and got roasted by the extras by the, the crew audience. and the <laughs> and then which some... fair enough like if he he didn't mention to anyone that he had a stutter before he turned up on the very first day yeah I, and you so the guy playing Jacques Cousteau perhaps was an extra who stepped up had learnt all the lines did it and then got to be Jacques Cousteau for the rest I of mean, the that, film I mean that's the most obvious answer <laughs> and so Jacques Cousteau he sets off uh, in a boat with his family, or without his kids. Oh, yeah, he leaves it behind. his little boys behind. Uh, parenting 101, take your kids on the boat. Yeah, they are immediately just like, mm, nah, send them to school. They send them to boarding school where they're bullied, <laughs> mercilessly bullied. <laughs> <laughs> the bully, everyone sent such bullies in this film. They, um, they, so Jacques Cousteau's son, Philippe, gets sent a letter, and there's a scene of him reading the letter, and all the children dance around him going, you can't read. <laughs> The thing about the, the the French bullying really cuts to the core. Like they know it's 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 witty and it's eloquent, and like I'd much prefer the American style of bullying that you see in movies where you get, they get well, pushed into some mud. Yeah, well, the American bullying is you can read and then <laughs> throw, throw them in. <laughs> you can't read. <laughs> so yeah, he gets made fun of. Truly, there's a topsy turvy world. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a big scene where they um kind of. Uh, make fun of his palate, his wine palate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and and his children grow up to resent him somewhat because he's a man. Uh, Jacques Cousteau throws himself into his work. Mm. He's got he's got one love, Le Mire. Le Mire, the sea. The I sea. remember that's one of the words I caught. Mm. Uh, you've what? How much French do you know, Nick? Uh, very little. Uh, I studied it for five years. <laughs> Yes. And I've forgotten almost all of it. Okay. I, I know... Um, I did Duolingo mm-hmm. for a week. Okay. Practicing French for when I went to Morocco, only to learn that everyone in Morocco, despite it being their official language, hates it because it's the language of their oppressor. <laughs> and they actually speak Arabic. So you or, came in, they've been like, Bonjour! <laughs> well, it was just it was their official language, and I thought they'd love it if I no, showed like, up. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, so so I quickly unlearned it all. Um, I, I speak a little, you know, Arab. There was no Arabic in this film. No, um, no. And despite them going to some Arabic countries, they continue to speak French, as is the French way. <laughs> uh, so he, they go around. They discover some oil. Mm-hmm. They film some sharks. They nearly they get attacked by sharks. And um, Philippe Gusto grows to be uh, hot, a very handsome man, mm. and a filmmaker. Yeah, he's smoking. Yeah, really, really attractive. And they get real looker. Um, a, a, be, a belle, a boo, <laughs> très beau. <laughs> they sign, they sign uh, contracts with American film companies, and uh, and he ends up having to make too many movies. Yeah, he signs on to make twelve movies, but then he keeps having to make more. Like one of the later scenes before he had to leave, Jacques Cousteau has kidnapped two sea lions, and Philippe is not happy about this. 
and he's I'm directing his uh, crew on what to do. They're like, and Jacko says like, I don't know, make a movie about it. Two sea lions becoming friends, then throw them back in the sea. <laughs> and Philippe Cousteau is very upset. He quits. He quits the boat. That's right. And he goes to New York to be with his. He marries. He marries a woman called Jan. Yeah. It's like because it's a true story biopic thing, they kind of rush you through a lot of stuff <laughs> happening because they're trying to show everyone's whole life. Um, oh, uh, Jacques Cousteau cheats on his wife. Yeah. And she becomes, but she stays living on the boat and just like angrily plays cards uh, while they film the fish. There's a guy who plays the cello on the boat. Yeah, he's there. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure they all go and bully him for... <laughs> He's the bully. He goes around and be like, you can't play this as well as I can. But hits everyone with the string thing. Oh, the, the, the bow? Bow? I was about to say rod. I would not last very long in France. <laughs> um, so, they, yeah, the, uh, the, the son, who's now old and hot, quits the boat. He doesn't want to make the sea lion becoming friends movie. <laughs> To be fair, it sounds like a great movie. Really? Two yeah, sea lions? A man becomes streamers with two sea lions. Yeah, I suppose. What what else happens? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, and and uh, so, yeah, so there's tension between Jacques and his wife. His son's left. And uh, right as we were leaving, we saw a scene where Jacques, now maybe like 65, 70, getting, giving his uh, autograph. To some other sixty-five-year-olds who were fans of him, like so, he started to become a bit of a celebrity, yeah, uh, with his work. And uh, all, the other thing we noticed is that just before we left, Philippe, in an attempt to impress Jacques, had got his pilot's license. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had learned how to fly a plane, and uh, <laughs> and a, ho- a horrible fact that is very frustrating. We were trying to keep a certain pilot out of the storylines <laughs> of these uh, podcasts. <laughs> but but hey, it was like the opening scene of this film. Um, the uh, Philippe Gusto is a child. And, like The opening scene finds some pilot goggles and puts them on. He's like, Dad, Papa, I want to be a pilot. And I was just nudging Nick in the cinema. Yeah, and I was, I was like, very mad. Guess who? <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, so that's that's it. Like, what is there to any, any kind of little fun things you noticed in this film that you want to talk about? Um, no, just that there was a lot of uh, I enjoy. I really enjoy. It felt very satisfying to watch them chip all those barnacles off the boat. There, yes, there was a good montage of cleaning I the boat. They could have done that a bit longer, but the film's already made. I don't know why I'm giving them notes. <laughs> You often send notes when you see a film. You write a letter to the um, filmmakers. They're, I was, when they were getting all those barnacles off, I wondered if any of them were mussels. And uh, yeah, I think it, some... And if they couldn't have eaten them. Mm, or... uh, no, I don't eat shellfish personally. Right. But I was worried about... What, them going hungry? No, them wasting f- perfectly good food. Oh, yeah. That would have been a very French thing. Yeah. They could cook them well. Actually... In the um, scene where they are getting their hands dirty and, you know, scrubbing the boat clean, uh, there is a scene where they cut for a break and they're just eating this delightful cheese platter. <laughs> <laughs> but they've all got, like, boat scum on their hands, <laughs> but just still, the f- you know, it's not... What do we eat when we clean boats in our fair land? Like a mince pie. Oh, a pie. Yeah. 
meat. Yeah. No, not cheese. Oh, at least we would eat cheese, wouldn't we? But maybe that was like the workman's version of the cheese platter. Like it was mm. the mince pie version. Maybe there'll be like, a big bullying scene later. <laughs> Your cheese is not very good. It doesn't, it doesn't match the, <laughs> the wine. Um, all right, well, I'd love... This is based on a true story. Uh, so I'm guessing the rest will be easy because I'm sure we're very familiar with... Oh, Jacques Cousteau. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. all about yeah. exactly what happened to him after his son presented <laughs> him and quit the boat when he wouldn't make the Sea Lion movie. Uh, so we'll find out what happens in the second half after we take a little break. Please stick with us. Walkout Boys is currently not sponsored by anyone. So if you are a multi-millionaire, please sponsor our podcast. God. Yes. Hello. I'm trying to record... Hi, I'm trying to record a, a bit about how we need to <laughs> Oh my god, someone's left a baby on the doorstep. <laughs> Who would leave a baby? Oh, I've written yet. Hi, my name is Maurice. Oh, you can kind of speak? And write. Oh, you wrote this. Yeah, my name. Very legible. Uh, I am Maurice, and I am your new podcast sponsor. No, no. (laughs) Stop crying, stop crying. Shush, shush, shush. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for yelling. It's just, I really don't believe that a baby can can sponsor a podcast. With what are you going to sponsor? (laughs) Okay, I'm shush, shush. All right. Oh, he's sick that all over. Oh, he's all sicking up all over the studio. Oh, I'm st- oh. hungry. Oh, you're hungry? Yes. Okay. Um, I have like a bit of a sandwich that I'll... Okay. Uh, what do you want to eat? Sleepy. You're sleepy now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't know what you're doing. All right. Sponsor? So your sponsorship is you throwing up and then me looking Bowie's, after you? Bowie's sponsor. All right, fine. If you if say, it, I will say it if it means you go to sleep. All right, but then bedtime. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Maurice the baby. Oh look here! I said that and he went right out. Oh, cutie! Welcome back. Okay, so when we last left our hero, Jacques Cousteau, or is he the villain? No, he's just a guy. Well, he's... He's a man. He's a human. He's a, a biopic. An old French man who um, has disappointed his family and cheated on his wife. So, so the hero. The hero. <laughs> <laughs> to them. It's the French way. Um, so he's, he's on the boat. His son's left, yeah. I think. He decides, well, screw my son. Uh, I'm going to make... I'm going to make that sealed picture anyway. Nick, this film is in French. Oh, he says, uh, <laughs> uh, de rien, uh, je... <laughs> Here comes a new character. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. Um, uh, je m'appelle... Uh, je m'appelle... Uh, Maurice? Oh, Maurice. Uh, c'est, uh, c'est de familiar. L'enfant? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Okay, he doesn't come. He doesn't come. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a French name. Yeah, okay, but this, ha- yeah, Maurice. Yeah, fine. 
I, I, I just don't want to talk in French anymore because okay, okay. it's very hard for me. Okay, well, accents, bad accents only. Okay. Um. So, so Jacques Cousteau, he decides he's going to make this sea lion. Mm. So he puts his uh, uh, he puts his other son. Jean Jean Michel. Jean Michel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so stoked that we remembered a character's <laughs> name. <laughs> we put him in a boat with the two sea lions and cast him out to sea. Okay. Well, how are they filming it? Well, he's got a camera. Oh, GoPros. Yeah. Like he invented GoPros. <laughs> yeah, that's the primitive. GoPros. A big scene reinvents GoPros. Yeah. They're like, so they call LA Pro. He <laughs> <laughs> invents GoPros, and all of a sudden people are making cool vacation videos. Yeah. Uh, and he becomes his real hero for that. Um, but he's uh, a GoPro, he's a GoPro hero, um, so he sticks some GoPros on a boat with his other son. Well, he's, he's never there for his son, is he? No. You'd, you'd, his son's like a good father. Papa, I've just turned up to help you run the business. He's like, get on this boat. Just because it was the very idea that you were coming that I invented cameras. I didn't have to operate. <laughs> now take this boat and go out to sea. Do not come back until you have a heartwarming tale about two sea lions and their friendship with man. So Jean Michel is out all alone. With just two sea lions on a boat. And um, he starts to get hungry. Ooh, his first thought, eat the sea lions. Eat the sea lions. And he eats one of them. Yeah. Well, he's, he's always quick to act on his thoughts, Jean-Michel. <laughs> he's a very impulsive man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, after he eats the first sea lion, he, he's like, oh, shit. He's sort of like, oh, he's, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? And uh, he realized, oh, I've got to keep the other sea lion alive. Um, so they, he, him and the sea lion work together to start catching fish. Oh wow! Because uh, otherwise they'll die. So yeah. the, so the, the sea lion will chase fish and then he'll grab them out and he eats them all. First of all, yeah, it's but his the first sea- thought. Yeah, he's and he's he's lucky he's out there because he's he always has trouble flying on planes because his first thought is what if I open the emergency exit? Yeah, and he has done that. He is a is terrible control if, issues. Every awful thought. <laughs> You think in your head. He d- he does that thing straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like constantly like shoving his fingers into the seal's <laughs> nose. Um, so he eats the fish, but then he looks up at the seal, sort of looking at him like, "Oh, hungry." And he's like, "Oh, maybe I should not just think about myself." And he gives a little bit of the fish to the seal, and the seal's like, "Oh, no, thank you." Wow, this is a heartwarming. Yeah, detail. it's quite it's quite good, right? The GoPros are getting all of this, right? Yeah. So inadvertently, he's making a movie about the importance of friendship and learning to share. Yeah, and then like we see this great montage of them at sea. Like he grows a big beard, and the seal grows a big beard. And, like, oh yeah, they're like hanging out. They're playing like cards. They play like knuckle bones with the bones of the other seal that he killed. Um, they're like they wear the other seal's bones as a hat. A lot of us seal's bones. Yeah, they're um. They're, they're kind like of dancing. Yeah, with the seal's bones. With seal's bones. Uh, throws the seal's skull into the water and then the other seal goes and brings it back. <laughs> oh, it's very dark, <laughs> but but fun and cute. And because it's olden days GoPros, they're mm. quite fuzzy. Yeah. So they couldn't pick up. People think it's fun balls and things. People, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we cut back to Jacques Cousteau's viewing globe. <laughs> where he's, <laughs> yeah. he's watching this all unfold. He's like... <laughs> and then he's like viewing globe show me my other son Philippe in your New York and, and the globe says yes master <laughs> so the vision swirls away and now in the viewing globe because he, he's put GoPros all around uh, um, he's a man of means Philippe's uh, apartment mm. and Philippe is there with his American wife um, well Jacques Cousteau's got so many films that he needs to make yeah. he's, he's agreed to make so many films 30 films 
a day. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to make a lot of types of movie. Like, he can't just make movies about the sea anymore. The sea. He's got to make also like, like rom coms. Yeah. And in this case, like a porn, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's, and this Which is, is it, kind of what he's hoping for. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know what? It's, it's always hard directing your son in a porn film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, because he, he's he's watching on his viewing globe, and he's like, "I hope for money's sake, they have sex right now." But he doesn't want to watch that. Yeah, but that's but as a director, <laughs> he must. Yeah, because well, mise en scene yeah. is important to the French. <laughs> so every time they start kissing, uh, you hear Jacques Cousteau's voice being like, "Stop! We'll carry on. <laughs> Keep going." This he's a bad father, in a lot of ways, isn't he? In a, in every way. In every way, <laughs> he's. Like what? Everything he's done for the oceanographic world, he hasn't hasn't done for his children. You know, we, we, he's, and I think he needs to start realizing this. Yeah, Jacques. he's got to he's got to choose the sea, and his fish children, or the land and his human, human children. children. And this is a revelation that really rocks the boat there's a great scene where audrey tattoo sort of lays it all out for him she's like you have to choose and he's like not my fish children (laughs) and that was a slip of the tongue because she's like what you have what do you mean fish children i i mean uh you know metaphorically have you been sleeping with the fishes he has he nods his head god it's this this is not really great performance from Audrey Tato. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, Oscar nomination. Uh, she throws a dish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a sign of a really good performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the most dishes you could possibly throw. <laughs> Kevin Spacey famously threw a plate, and did he win Best Actor for that role? Yeah, he did in American Beauty. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's really gunning for it. She throws so many plates, um, and because um, yeah, Jacques Couture, he'd been, he'd been, he's got fish. Fish children. Not only does he metaphorically care about his fish children, but he literally has fish children. He's been out there sleeping with the fishes, and I don't mean getting killed by a mafia member. (laughs) I mean having sex with a fish. (laughs) (laughs) And giving birth to fish children, who are half fish, half human. Yeah, Uh, and are swimming all around the bottom of the sea, and then enter a fish. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Je suis un poisson. Jacques, get this poisson off my boat. <laughs> Je suis un poisson. The fish can only say I am a fish. Um, but that's because it, it's just learning French, much like me. Yeah. You can only use like basic schoolyard French. <laughs> Je suis un poisson. Je m'appelle fish. Uh, yeah. J'ai un dix ans, which I'm ten years old. <laughs> So the the fish keeps saying, yeah, and with the ten, 10 and fish years is like, what, like 35, so it's fine. Oh, is this the fish that he slept with? Yeah, 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 yeah it comes yeah. in. So um, Audrey Tateau is very confronted by this fish that is mm-hmm. in the boat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she she, she she needs to end this relationship forever. Her, her husband, as brilliant a man he is, is, is not a good father. He's cast out his one son. He's spying on his other son, having sex. He's sleeping with the fishes. She needs to leave. But how do you leave a boat? I can't think of any way other than swim. Well, she can't swim. Oh, no. Why is she on this boat? <laughs> There's a big flashback to her trying to learn how to swim, but she can't. Um, which I won't go into detail about, <laughs> but it's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It takes like 45 minutes. 
but I won't. I won't bore you with the details. It's um, it's it's because of issues with her father, and I, I won't. I won't go into it. But it, there's the flashback involves um, her father uh, promising he'll take her to the local uh, pool, which in French is le piscine, piscine, piscine. Yeah, and uh, and. Every day she waits by the window, smoking a cigarette as a child, um, in black and white. She never gets to go to the pool. Never. Uh, anyway, after that, because her, her dad's off having sex with birds. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is a whole bunch of stuff is happening here. Um, she, she is is not happy. Yeah. But there's a way out. Okay. Because one way to leave a boat. Yeah. Is to get on another boat. Oh shit! Another boat. Oh ship. Here comes a boat. Guess which boat? Which one? The HMS Titanic. Oh my god. That's right. Because this movie's set in the past. This is not a good boat to get on. <laughs> no, I know. It's it's going... Uh, I thought you said this movie was set in the 40s. It's the uh, 60s, this part. Okay. But, uh, but uh, it's uh, the past. Oh, yeah. It's the past. Well, the 1960s, as we all know, is when the Great Wall uh, battle happened. <laughs> yes, so all well, old past movies around the same time. Right. So, honk, honk. <laughs> cool. all aboard the, the beautiful Titanic, leaving now. I'm leaving you, Jacques Cousteau. I'm getting aboard this improbably old-fashioned steamer, and I'm going to America. No. You will stay here with me and my fish mistress. Jacques Cousteau seizes the moment to uh, make a film about the Titanic. <laughs> and it's a three-hour <laughs> epic in which it sinks. And uh, he wins He wins the 1997 Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah. Um, Are you saying that the Titanic didn't sink? Oh, but that did. in fact, no, the it movie wasn't. about it was, just... it was just a movie, the Jacques Cousteau film. Well, he had to make 30 movies that day. Yeah. yeah. Made, it was the 31st movie he made that day. Yeah. And uh, here's, the, here's the problem. Um, the footage was so great that it made the news, and uh, everyone thought the ship sank. But it gave uh, fifteen thousand people that were aboard a chance to live a new life. Oh, so they got they got to be smuggled into America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal immigrants, and that's his next uh, task: smuggling his fish children across the border into France. I don't know, Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, why not Hawaii? <laughs> so, the big final scene. The big final scene in the movie. We're at the, the border. <laughs> of Hawaii. Of Hawaii. And he's trying to... Um, he, he's taken advice from the all the people who faked their deaths aboard the Titanic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, to, you know, you can start anew if you just, if you just sneak into a country. Mm -hmm. And he's got he's got many many fish children, many so many fish children. Yeah, and he gets up to customs. Welcome to Hawaii, says the customs officer. I'm gonna to see what's what's under that boat. Any fish? And Jacques is like, no, no, but he's sweating, he's trembling. And what's the quota that you're allowed to bring in? <laughs> like ten, ten, or he's got like, well, they're. Technically, he's got only got five. Well, no, he's got what a hundred children. Yeah, but it's fifty because they're only half fish each. Yeah, but still too many. <laughs> still too many. Still. Um, but just then, and they're all undersized because they're children. The 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 customs officer is about to look below the boat, see all the fish children who are hidden there with their little shawls and, and sticks and bindles are made out of kelp. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sea urchin spines, and uh, 
then uh, uh, who should appear but uh, Jean-Michel with his seal friend to create a diversion. They come along and say, look at what my seal can do. And the seal's like bouncing a skull on his head and on his flippers. And they're like, oh my God, it's the seal from the movie. Yeah, they love the movie. They love the movie. This is the first time anyone's trained. After Titanic. Yeah, it's called this little movie called Andre. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) they love it. Wait, so Jacques Cousteau (laughs) made the movie Andre. Yeah. About the seal. That's what they they made on that boat? Yeah, I mean, this is the original version, the French version. Oh, yeah. It's a lot darker. There's a lot more skeel, seal skulls yeah. and bones so in when it. when they brought in Christina Ricci for the new version. They, they got rid like, of all that stuff. They were like, it should have fewer skulls and be not shot just on <laughs> one rickety old boat with a hole in it <laughs> Yeah, in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, because yeah, Hollywood has to make everything a spectacle. You yeah, know? I so, know. And oh. they were like, oh, and when Hollywood put in the... Well, no, the scene where the seal wears sunglasses and does a dance was in the original. That was in well. the original. But the original, the sunglasses were made of bones. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they were, oh my God, this seal from Andre. They sort of like line up for like autographs and stuff. And, and, and Jacques Cousteau sneaks all his uh, fish in uh, and he gets all the fish into Hawaii, a safe haven for fish, <laughs> where no one eats fish. Yeah, sure not. Well, they all they eat is ham and pineapple, Nick. Yeah, you know the thing about you know like, their cuisine. A lot of it doesn't make sense, but I guess it, it's kind of true to life as a like a biography movie. It's one of those movies where like you kind of wish it didn't happen this way because it's not a great story, but that's what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. And um, and they yeah, the, the, so the, the customs don't see the fish come in. Mm. Jacques Jacques is safe on Hawaii. He's got a son to thank. Yeah, and and uh, he's like. Jacques talks to Jean-Philippe and he's like, I have failed you as a father. I set you adrift and I know I cannot do this with my fish children. I will swear to be a good son. Father? Father. (laughs) He gets the line wrong, but they keep it in. (laughs) I swear to you, I will be a good father. If only my other son was here. And with that, he hears a... A plane <gasps> flying above head. It lands. Crash lands in the sea. <laughs> and who should be aboard you the plane? Not. Who should be aboard the plane? But Philippe. Good. Philippe is aboard the plane. His son. A normal pilot. A normal pilot <laughs> not a... crash landing a plane on a body of water. Yeah, it happens sometimes. And sometimes certain people aren't involved with that. No, no. Sometimes it can just happen independently. And we and you don't have to... And Philippe, of... Philippe gets off. He gets off. And Jacques like, Philippe, wow, incredible landing. Where did you learn such a thing? And Philippe goes, well, I had a few lessons. Flashback! Oh, my God. Philippe is next to Sully, with oh, who, who is part Samara. You. He's part Shut Samara, up. Nick. <laughs> He's half ghost, half no. He's the ghost of Sully. And he, does, he <laughs> teaches her how to fly a plane, Nick, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's what happens. Uh, it gets like an hour God. of screen time. <laughs> Why an hour? I don't know. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Then, then James Corden sends him all to jail for fucking fish. Not James Corden. James Cromwell. <laughs> I just didn't even. I just got the name of our favorite guy. James Corden's the carpool karaoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, How do you disrespect Jamie Cromwell? I'm sorry. I'll get that. I'll get that again. <laughs> yes, that's right, Nick. And then, ja- and then Jamie Cromwell comes along. No. And says, yep, yep, he's in Why? it too. You're ruining he's this for me. <laughs> Jamie Cromwell sends him all to jail for fucking fish. Oh, God. We were doing so well. Were we? 
No. We weren't doing well. We'd have smuggled a hundred fish into Hawaii. Yeah, but you know what? It was an original story. <laughs> That didn't Look, involve Sully or James fucking Cromwell. Look, Hollywood's all about franchises these days, okay? God. we The big wigs upstairs. I'm sorry. Nick, I'm really sorry about this. The big wigs want us to keep Sully. I'm not happy with this. You're not happy. Well, that's Walkout Boys. <laughs> and the and the Peregrine children were there. No, shut up. <laughs> and Ice Age. And the Bad Bombs. Shut up. Along came the bad moms. Hello. We don't we ain't doing no good. Shut up. You might be a bad dad, Mr. Cousteau, but we're bad moms. I hate you. Thank you for listening. Uh if you've enjoyed it, please let us know. Why not rate us on iTunes and listen to the other podcasts at Little Empire Podcast Network? Until next time, we've been the Walkout Boys. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Okay. Why is the one I'm most familiar with? Are you Catholic with? just because of Lady Gaga? No, I'm not Catholic just because of... Lady Gaga's Catholic because of me. <laughs> <laughs>